0: We're live. Hi. How are you?
1: Are you sure that we're live?
0: It says we're live.
1: You didn't look too sure about it a second ago. It
0: says live streaming audio. Cool. How are you Hi. doing today?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm all right.
1: We're still stuck in the house.
0: What's this week three?
1: No. Um, well we well, this is the third week for you and TJ. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking the beginning of the of the week three. Yeah. Week this is the beginning of week two for me
0: and beginning of week three for me
1: Yep, that's crazy
0: how you feeling about all this it's crazy <laughs> we're
1: talking about the coronavirus and being uh not not that we're, we're not really quarantined because we don't have any symptoms or haven't been around anybody with symptoms um but we're under a stay-at-home order
0: if we do have symptoms, we're just giving it back and forth to each other.
1: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but we do keep you quarantined because you're severe asthma. And so, yeah. yeah like
0: a- so, like, the most I do is go for a walk, drive around, maybe run into a store if I have my uh, face mask with me. But besides that, it's...
1: That's hardly even that.
0: Yeah, pretty much homebody. But this week started back back to online school.
1: So, yeah. Cause last, last week was spring, spring break. break. Yeah. Nice spring break. That was, huh?
0: <laughs> spring break, quarantine break. I mean, it's all the same thing right now. So, uh,
1: yeah, it's kind of crazy. Um, I'm looking so, you know, I've been keeping notes as we go a little, not really notes, but, uh, like I always write down where we left off uh-huh. so that we remember where to start again. And I think it's funny that, Um, the last week we started, we're, um, moving to Green Bay and after that, and we only got in the, like, well, we were here on here for like an hour last time. We only got from Green Bay to me moving back here in the whole hour,
0: (laughs) hour and 15 minutes.
1: (laughs) Oh, we went all, like, we talk a lot.
0: You talk a lot.
1: No, that was you last week. (laughs) You were going like all into depth of stories. You're the talker.
0: And, you know, (laughs) This is, you know, as my wife was talking, this is pretty much still our introduction, you know, to the podcast and like to people meeting us, understanding us and knowing our story.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's very few people in our lives that 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 even know our like the details of our whole story. They know it might know bits and pieces.
0: Yeah. I don't think on my side, as far as like my friends, my brothers, my parents, I don't think anyone knows the whole story. No, nope, just um, us. Just us. So
1: not anymore, we, though.
0: Uh, everyone should feel privileged that they're getting a chance to uh, hear our story. So <laughs> where are we picking up at?
1: Um, it says me moving back here, and that I had moved back here with Demetrius.
0: So <laughs> if you guys don't remember, Demetrius was a guy who she was dating um, during the duration. We were broke up while she was living in the uh, Minneapolis area, M- Hudson, correct? Yep. So well, Hudson, and
1: then I moved back into the city, It's like Woodbury and stuff like that. Gotcha. Yeah, but for the whole time, yeah.
0: So, you know, I will let you tell your side. Like, you moved back here.
1: Well, I was going through I remember prior to me moving here like I was just going through a thing where I was really missing the Madison Madison. And I had come down to visit with the kids um, and you had come up to see us in the dolls Mm -hmm. and I it just sparked all of those feelings again, and you know I wasn't the happiest of where I was at in my life and relationship up there um and but I was also going between either moving back here or moving down to Florida, to key West. And, um, after, uh, spending a little bit of time with you, I had, and then I also had at got the kids input. Um, we decided, I decided that we were moving back here. So, so yeah, I gave up Florida for you.
0: I kind of remember the key West. Did you go down with, with Paul? a friend of yours well, that was
1: orlando key west it was me and the, tony and kayla and then a friend that i was working with i don't remember what her name was
0: though. and that's where you say you're one drink away from
1: oh that was orlando so the, okay oh, so, I, we on the beach.
0: so So that story that paul was telling me that yeah. you're one drink away from like moving there or something like that we were
1: we were we were on Cocoa beach and don't ask me, I wouldn't want to live at Cocoa Beach anyway, so don't even ask me. You knew I was drunk at that point. But I was loving being in Florida so much, like, loved it. And my stepmom was watching the kids back up in Minnesota. And, um, yeah, I, there was condos on the beach, and you, they were for rent. You could see the for rent sign. And I said, I think I might go over and rent one of these and then just have my stepmom send the kids and all my shit down. <laughs> um, but that was that was a couple of years prior to when we're talking about. So, yeah, so, I always wanted to move to Florida. I always want to live on the ocean.
0: So, Florida, new Florida, you could make a new life, whatever, or come here to the unknown. Correct.
1: To here is not an unknown.
0: Not, okay. One of the reasons you were moving back here is because of you. So not that knowing- was
1: not an unknown i knew and i don't care if this sounds conceited or not i knew that if i moved back here that you and i were gonna get back together <laughs> so it didn't it, it didn't right now did i know i was gonna go through that much bullshit that we went through no but
0: i think it went on both ends though
1: yeah you you played a lot more bullshit than me i gave you a little ah! bit oh yeah buddy so i was really good for a long time
0: so you move here <laughs> Yeah, You move here.
1: Um, Okay. So the other thing too, is that Demetrius and I, even up there, were not living together at the time.
0: Correct. I knew that. And
1: we were going through, like, we were just going through a lot of stuff. And so, and I told him that, um, that I was going to move and he knew that there was an option between the two places. And he had told me, well, you know what, if you end up wanting to move to Florida, then that's cool. I'll move with you. But if you want to go back to Madison, then, then that's it. Like, we're not going to be together. There's nothing there for me, whatever. And so that was the other thing I was like, whatever. Okay. Well, this is like the tail. I like, this is like the final end all be all or whatever. And um, he ended up moving here with me. And um, that was really tough. Like I knew that him and I were not gonna make it at that point, um, but I like, didn't want to hurt him. But I also think I was selfish too, because, um, I don't like I hate to say it, but he was like a in home babysitter. And now looking back now at this point in my life and looking back like I wish I could go back and change that completely because um, I should have been a way better mom to my kids and that left them home with him because he didn't do like he didn't ever like all he ever wanted to do was sit home and watch movies play video games and smoke weed. And that's just the opposite of Of what i like to
0: do and watch tony burn a mattress
1: that's way down the (laughs) boat but but yeah so um yeah i ended up moving here and he followed a couple days later um really didn't do any of the work of moving my dad helped us with everything and my grandparents and um but again like i was able to focus on working and making money and didn't have to worry about daycare or what would if the kids, you know, couldn't be home or whatever. But um I just and I hadn't told you, like I hadn't even told you that I moved back here. I remember driving down the road going out towards some prairie and you called me. You still thought I was up in the Twin Cities. And you called and I you had asked me what I was doing, and I said I was driving home or something like that. And you were asking me a question and I wouldn't answer and you were you're getting confused. Well, somehow or another it came out that I had moved to some prairie and you were like, wait a minute. I
0: also remember a different I also remember Tony.
1: Okay, I'll get to okay. So you are remembering that Tony told you that Demetrius moved with us. No. Yeah, we can ask Chris. He was there too.
0: Chris Dansky? Yes. Prince ain't gonna I remember that. I remember we were at Pedro's. So it was Pedro's. Yep. And so I remember
1: the details, so I know.
0: So Tony, I remember Tony's like.
1: He just slipped. He didn't know that Demetrius being being or was any kind of because it wasn't a secret. I just hadn't told you yet.
0: I remember he said,
1: and you couldn't say anything anyways because you were living with somebody. You just refused to admit it.
0: Was I still living with Brienne at yeah. the time?
1: Yeah. You just wouldn't admit it for the longest time.
0: I probably felt I didn't have to admit or explain anything because you and I technically were not together.
1: Well, me either. <laughs> so what now? <laughs> You're right. We weren't technically together.
0: So Jenny and I eventually just started hanging hang out a lot more. Like all the time. Whenever we could see each other, if it was after work or were you doing the ride at the time?
1: Yep. Why well, I started them again, yeah. So
0: 3 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and during this course of time was like, during the middle of all this is when I eventually moved out from Breanne's place, well, our place.
1: Well, I specifically remember you um, calling me to come over and hang out. And you were super, super upset. And um, so this is like a month after I moved. So I moved back. Like I said, I always move the weekend of Memorial Day, <laughs> but I had moved back here um, Memorial Day weekend. And I remember this being like right around the very beginning of July. Okay. And you, um, you were so upset. You were in, mm. like, you were in tears. Mm. Um, because Brianne not only like broke up with you, but she like flat out just told you, like she wasn't attracted to you anymore. I will never forget that. And like coming from her, it made it even funnier to me. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, I was like, all right, well, that <laughs> solves that problem.
0: <laughs> so, yep, eventually I moved back in with my parents. Um, Jenny and I are hanging out more and more. Um, and I'm get, I might get my timelines all. One day you and I drive up, from the middle of nowhere to get your car,
1: mm-hmm. the red car. Mm-hmm.
0: And we, which I still can't remember, why do we park at my house? Because you had a driveway.
1: Because I didn't want to. Talk oh, to wait a minute. Truth.
0: So I can't. I, so first of all, the fir- the first place she went to, I really didn't like. I, it was a nice place. But I wasn't there that much. I was there one time. So I can't remember the layout of your garage or.
1: can't remember what?
0: The layout of your garage. Because why you wanted the other car. Because you had a car. Demetrius had a car. and you had the other car up middle of nowhere.
1: Yeah, the red car. Uh, because I couldn't. Like, I didn't have anybody to move down at the time. But um, the main reason why I stayed over with you at that point is because I didn't want to tell. I didn't feel like telling Demetrius that you came up and helped me move it down. Gotcha. I was sneaky.
0: She was sneaky. But you got me. What do you mean?
1: Because you weren't supposed to drive the freaking car.
0: So I'm (laughs) working between Playhaven, daycare. Dick's. Dick's Sporting Goods. And I think I'm also helping my parents with their food cart, too. Mm -hmm. So I remember it was 7 in the morning until noon with my parents. Noon until 6 at the daycare. And then six until whenever at Dick's Sporting Goods, um,
1: still found time to go with this girl and that girl and go out to the club this night and that
0: night. (laughs) No, not this girl, that girl. (laughs) Uh, I was, I was consumed with you for, for a while. Um, so Jenny tells me not to drive the red car. I need to find a way to work. Um, there's a few times where I would, I, for real, I, I biked to work, like my, so when I broke with my parents, they'd give me a ride back to the house, I'd bike to work. That got old quick. I think that last- It
1: got old because there was a car sitting outside the front It of got
0: house. old because that's a lot of biking to do. Yeah. <laughs> I know you. And there was a car outside, so one day I was like-
1: But the car had no registration, bad plates, the tires were horrible, like the car needed to be
0: But it wasn't no bad weather, so I wasn't worried about it.
1: I doesn't matter.
0: So one day I decide, you know what? I'm taking this car to work.
1: hmm
0: And what happens? <laughs> <laughs> No, you tell me. Oh, you want me? <laughs> yeah. I remember
1: I had to go get bagel. Like, I was at work and I had to go do like a bagel run or something. And sure, shit, sure, there goes my car driving down the road. <laughs> and then I call you. I don't know if I call you, if you see me or whatever, but you literally like ran away from me. You deny it, but you ran away from me. Yep. Uh- how? Now you're you now you stupid. Remember, How? you're supposed to be very real and honest with this podcast. You knew you weren't supposed to be driving that damn car, and so you saw me, and you're like, "Oh shit," <laughs> and you ran
0: away. I wouldn't say I, I ran away. Yeah, you
1: did. You try to duck out through the streets and everything. Did it happen? Yeah, it happened. What do you mean? Did you catch me? Um, no.
0: No. Nope.
1: I didn't know. The, I didn't know those streets back there at that point. There was like a lot of dead ends and stuff. It didn't matter. At that point, though, I was like, "I have to go back to work, anyways." Like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill this motherfucker <laughs> later." You she, and you stayed away from me for a little while.
0: Did I tell you to come get the car?
1: I, I, no, you didn't want me to come and get the car. Um, I just, I think I just went and got the car because I think that this was the second time too. Cause mm-hmm. so I specifically remember it being, um, in the Dick's parking lot. See. You drove it to work at Dick's too.
0: That must have been the same day.
1: It was not the same day.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> that's why I was leaving from Dick's Sporting Goods. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. No. Something about, I don't, all I know is it's something about my car. I found my car out at Dick's Sporting Goods. Something something happened with Hunter's mom, or I, I don't know if she had, I don't know. I just don't know. But um, no, I, yeah, so I eventually came and got my car. I couldn't trust you, so there went the car. That should have been my first sign. First sign of what? Run right now, he's still lying about shit. Nah. (laughs) What do you mean, nah?
0: (laughs) I mean, there was all sorts of stupid shenanigans. There was one time that Jenny and I were at the mall. Did we have lunch or... I
1: don't know. I think we just went to the mall.
0: And we were talking about Demetrius and you're like, he never goes out anywhere.
1: He never does. He never, that was the biggest thing with him. Like I can sit here and I can say Demetrius is a real, he was a nice guy. Um, but he was totally like polar opposite, like polar opposite of you. Like he was, he's very, um, oh, maybe change over the years. I don't know, but he was very like more quiet and like more shy and not that he was shy, but just well, stayed to himself. Like, didn't want to go out and do stuff. Like the only time that we would go out and do anything was to go like grocery shopping or to the movie store. Like we would go rent movies, but he was a pothead and he was a video game addict. I don't know. I don't know if he ever grew up and changed or not, but I like, I mean, you and I, we have fun. We like to go do stuff. We're Mm -hmm. a lot of like in that aspect. Like we like to go to, we like to go to water parks and this and that and whatever and do comedy shows and concerts
0: Yeah, everything.
1: We do everything.
0: So we're walking through the mall and can't remember how the name came up. All of a sudden, we're at.
1: We're just walking through the
0: mall. Well, we stopped at Pierce Pagoda. Okay. And you're like, "Oh shit!" That's <laughs> like what? And she just walks off. I was like, like I didn't I didn't know what was going on. Like Jenny has his walk in this one arm. One <laughs> the one arm. Thank you. The one arm is for momentum, and mm. she was gone. Okay. I said so, goodbye. You no, know, you came back.
1: I did. You I see? thought I left with him. No. Oh, okay.
0: You guys walked around the mall. <laughs> I'm standing at Pierce Burgold, and I'm like, <laughs> like, what the hell is going on? um so i'm about to leave because at the point i was going to leave mm-hmm. um and then i'm headed towards food court you come back down that way and you're like okay he's gone and i'm just like
1: <laughs>
0: I, I, at this point i was like i don't even know what to think now like now you're mad i'm not mad but i'm i'm to the i was like so she's going to leave me hanging for this cat um, didn't he show up at a wedding reception that I DJ'd?
1: No, his one and only friend that he made here in this.
0: So was that yeah. before or after?
1: I don't even remember. I don't know all the timelines of everything. So
0: yeah, there's a wedding reception I DJ'd one time, VFW, yeah, on like Pottery Cottage Grove Road. Road, and Jenny's helping me. You know, have, we're we're sitting there chit-chatting, having a good time. All of a sudden, there was another oh shit. <laughs> I was like, what? Demetrius one friend, his one and only friend is here at the wedding reception. This
1: proves to me that I mean, this proves my whole point about Madison. It's just one big small town and everybody knows everybody. I mean, what are the odds of that? That would never would have happened up in the Twin Cities. Guess not. You guys are weird down here.
0: So Jenny, du- you came back later on.
1: What? yeah.
0: Jenny ducks out. I mean, see, this has become a, a common theme. Now She ducked out on me again
1: my fault that I got away
0: with what I got. I was pimping back then. I'm <laughs> glad she admits it. Um, I think one of the breaking points, I can't remember how this happened when him and I got into the conversation on the phone.
1: Because he caught me and you text messaging.
0: Is that what it was? hmm I remember it was my lunch break. So, le- let me, so let me tell you what's happened on my side, which nothing has to do with nothing, but all this comes together. Work in the daycare. And during the time I worked with a girl who was in the porn industry. Cool. Not gonna say her name. She had left for a while and then she came back and she got the job back at the daycare. All of a sudden, one of the dads comes in and was like hey this thug dude i see him every now and then he's like that chick right there does porn i was like what he's like yeah man she does porn her movie is at the shop behind the daycare so i asked her i was like what were you doing in california so she tells me i was like you do know there's dads here and your movie is at the place. She's like, no, it's not. So me, her and a bunch of people walk up to the store. And sure enough, her movie's in there. What Dur- does
1: that have to do with anything they were talking during about?
0: During the point of walking back, <laughs> oh Demetrius calls me. I can't remember how the whole conversation went, but he was talking real slick. So at this point, I am going back into work, talking to him. I punch in, he says stuff, and now him and I are in a full blown argument on the phone. Jenny's in the background, and she was probably put into a tough situation because here she has this dude yelling, going crazy, saying whatever, and then she has me on the other end, who she knows has a bad temper, and I had made a threat that I was going to show up, which she asked me not to for the fact of the kids, you know, being there and stuff like that. Or I'm not sure if they're in the house at the time, but she didn't want anything happening while the kids were there and at her house and stuff like that. So I'm in a situation where I'm just pretty much just talking shit (laughs) and not able to back it up because of the respect I have for Jenny not to come find this dude.
1: I mean, all I asked you to do was not to come to the house. I mean, that leaves out the whole city of Madison and the surrounding areas too.
0: So now on your end,
1: um I had woke up, I don't remember all the little details, but I had woke up and he had gone through my phone. And you and I this is just when I had learned to start text messaging too. Like before I even moved back here, I didn't even do any text messaging. Like you got me into text messaging. And
0: and the flip phones we had, you had like Yeah,
1: like the three buttons. Three text messaging Three know.
0: three letters out for one out for one number.
1: <laughs> so I very rarely text message, but anyway, so He saw some inappropriate text messages and he lost his shit. And I've never seen him lose his shit before. In the five years that I knew this person, i have never seen him lose his shit. But so the whole thing is, it's not that I was trying to live this double life. I mean, you knew about him and stuff. And my whole thing was he wasn't even supposed to have moved here. Now, I, yes, I should have put a stop to it then. I shouldn't, I should have just said, I don't want to be with you anymore, whatever and whatnot. I don't know why I allowed him to, to move here, I guess. Um, but over the progression of like a year's time, this was just getting worse. Like things were just getting worse and worse. You and I had already like, like, we knew we were going to get, we knew we were getting back together. We just didn't like know what the, Mm -hmm. all the logistics of it were going to be. And, um, so, on that end, like, I've never seen this person freak out. But at the same time, I just didn't give a shit. So to me, I was just like, just let it go. Like, fuck it, whatever. It's just he just needs to leave. And he would not leave. Like, I remember for months, like, I've never had and now don't get me wrong, if I would totally do things differently now. But Mm -hmm. at that point, I guess I was in a position that I'd never been in before, like, this crazy, like he turned crazy, and he wouldn't leave. And I was just like, uh, what the fuck? I don't know. I don't know what to say or do.
0: So, I kind of pulled away <clears throat> and I think that's sort the of time I started talking to Christine, right? I have no idea. So, yeah, that's during the time I started talking to Chris- Christine was pretty much like for, I talked to her for like maybe three weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, Everything was a convenience, like I shouldn't say convenience, but Jane and I get into an argument. I get into an argument with her. I don't know what to call them. Um, this girl walks in, walks in so many days, weeks later. Her and I start talking. And now what Jane,
1: are you, talking about? you You lost us. Christine. Oh, OK, so
0: so she many walked we- in where? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's the daycare. OK. So at the daycare. If you didn't recognize anyone, the first thing you have to do is ask for their ID because you don't know what they're doing. It's not like it is now where you got to buzz in and punch in codes and all this other stuff. You could just walk in and all this other stuff. So I didn't know who she was. I asked her for her ID. She gave me her ID with a military ID. I was like, from Germany? Like, what the hell? Anyways, her and I started talking. And now Jenny's at the point now where I think she's like pretty much getting Demetrius out the house now and is on my case now for talking to someone else. You lied to me though. What do you mean?
1: You didn't tell me that you're talking to somebody else until I figured or somebody came and told me.
0: I can probably, one or two people told you, Chris or Craig.
1: No, it was not your friends. It was somebody who worked at the daycare and was also one of my, um, she worked for me at the salon. Oh,
0: okay. Anyway. How she, she wouldn't know.
1: She knew. That's how I found out.
0: Oh, anyways. Because <laughs> um, Jenny and I kind of established that we were going to get back together. She, you know. Yeah. So, but I was, and plus I felt at that point I didn't have to say anything to no one. I mean. You said what? I didn't feel I had to say anything about any dating situations or anything to anyone at this of
1: Demetrius? point,
0: because of the situation,
1: Okay.
0: Um, which is childish on my part, you know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: so things end with her and I,
1: and I wouldn't talk to you.
0: Jenny wouldn't talk to me. So now it's like a state of limbo. Like, I know I want to be with Jenny he knows she wants to be with me. I mean, look at me. I mean, <laughs> oh my God, help us. Um, how did you eventually start talking again?
1: I don't know. I just know that it had something like it was like a two month period. It was a long time. It was like a two month period that I wouldn't talk to you. I was so mad at you. And um, because I feel like I feel like even though like the situation was wrong, I feel like you abandoned me in that. And like you and I, I told like you knew about everything, you knew what was going on, and you abandoned me in that situation. And then you started talking to this girl, like, oh, just some random chick shows up at the daycare to pick up her niece or nephew or whatever the whoever they were, not her, even real niece and nephew,
0: her godkids.
1: <laughs> okay. And oh, you just fall for this chick. And again, here's another situation you moved in with her yes, for like three or four weeks, but still, oh, now you're living with this girl and driving her car around and all oh, this and that, whatever. Um, you yeah, to say, you know what? I don't I don't want to deal with it. Fuck it. And you have to I see. don't know what happened from that point until it was like the, the 4th of July.
0: So we had talked about going to the Apple River way before all this stuff had happened. Yeah. Okay. So you're like, we're, I'm trying to get some friends together to go to apple river at this day i can't remember the day so we had a date of doing something way ahead of the argument and christine coming into the into the whole picture okay okay so me and christine top, stop talking me and jenny are no longer being cordial talking to each other um and then some way shape or form my life
1: was peaceful for a couple months
0: her life was peaceful for a couple <laughs> months.
1: <say> <laughs> okay, go on.
0: Um, I I can't remember who called, who first. You know what? I think I might've called and say, hey, are we still going to the Apple River? I think that's one of the few times I might've got her on the phone. And I, and I think I asked asked you, are we still going to the Apple River? And you might've had some smart ass comment like, what, do you have time to go up there with me now? Or something like that? Or mm-hmm. it was something of that. Um, so... Apple River. I don't even know how to explain the shenanigans at this damn thing. Like, Jenny had warned me about this place, but I thought it was just like smoke and mirrors. Like, people say, you know, oh this and this and this, but it's something different. So, the party really doesn't start until Saturday. We got up there on a Friday. We get to our Jenny finds a, a, a bomb ass spot to, to go um, put our tent. And we had like a group of people, what, five, six different tents maybe?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So there's a group of us. So, like, we have a good spot to have our tents. And I remember I brought my camcorder up there mm-hmm. and I'm just filming whatever. And all of a sudden, this girl. Floats by and shows me her boobs. And I'm like, wait a minute.
1: You can't multitask. <laughs> you need to keep it with the storm.
0: I was like, wait a minute. Like, this cannot be happening. And there's there are the days like you just can't call your friends and all this stuff. There's like free nights and the weekends. There's, you know, stuff like that. And we we're way up in the middle of nowhere, like almost to the Minnesota border, right? Mm-hmm. So, Jenny's cousin and a bunch of you know friends and stuff just show up. Was it the next night or later on that night? Because we got up there super early.
1: Yeah, it was the same night.
0: And the party goes from there. And I think that I want to say that weekend was the weekend that like kind of solidified you and I getting back together.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I mean. I'm not gonna get into no details, or anything, but if if it was fighting with other people, if it was, you know, we just grew a bond you're right. that that day. Um, and I remember shortly after that, Jenny <laughs> Jenny asked me, um, I don't know if we were playing if you're playing around. So I'm like, well, when are you gonna move in with me?
1: That was later. That was on the road. That was a couple months later. Um, no, you were looking for a place and you wanted, you had asked if I would help
0: you. Ah, so was it me and Spencer looking for a place?
1: Yeah. And then Spencer was were my looking. younger brother.
0: And yeah. then he flaked out because he ended up getting a place for like Jane's and them. Okay. Um, so I asked Jenny to help me find a place.
1: And we were like, we were, we were together. Like we were dating, we were official again or whatever. And so we're looking at places and it was so stupid. I did like. I, I guess I I never thought about oh because I wasn't. I didn't ever want to ask you to move into me because like my heart had been broken with that previously a couple times. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going through that shit again. So and maybe I was like maybe it'd be best that we don't. But then on the other aspect, we had some issues that had been happening. Up until this with the other girls, and I'm just like, Oh god. And you had drama with your baby mama. Oh Lord. And like there's the, the there's so much more details we like we've drugged this introduction on. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: like
1: so there's other stuff we can get into later, I just remember you're like I called and I said, Well, why like we're gonna we're gonna be paying two different rents? Like why what why why, would, why don't you why don't you wanna move in with me or whatever? And I, then I, you I, were like, Okay.
0: I got approved for a place.
1: Yeah. And I thought that I was going to pass out. And you said, OK.
0: So hang on. The place I got approved for was over by. Walmart. Walmart. Mm-hmm. And I remember Jenny saying, you get this place, I get a key.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I was like, OK. And then it pretty much came out, well, why are you getting this place when you can move in with me? And I was like, OK, when? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um it was weird so you know on a side note my my parents absolutely love and adore jenny and i remember when i moved back from green bay um my dad had made a uh, statement like you how does he say it you look like a man now like you're, you're more mature because you've had to struggle. Mm-hmm. He said, so I, he said, I, I I give credit for two things. You having to struggle a little bit in Green Bay to become a man, and Jenny making you responsible to be a man.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Those are the only two things he said, helped me become a man. So my parents always had this spot for Jenny. I mean, she was the only person ever allowed to stay at the house. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, I told my parents, "Well, I'm moving in with Jenny," and they're like, "All right, this that's that's a that's a good move." You know, mm-hmm. she's gonna she's gonna hold you responsible. She's gonna you know, so I just remember moving stuff in bit by bit. You know. First, probably pretty much moved all my clothes and made my Nintendo 64.
1: <laughs> no, you, uh, it, only, it was only a couple days. And then the only stuff that you still had was in a storage locker that you and your dad used to have. And uh, he was like, Troy, you get your stuff. I forgot about that. There, yeah. But, yeah, but other than that, like you pretty much moved your stuff in within a day or two. Um, you were ready. And
0: it, and I'm not, it was, it was little small things that <clears throat> I wasn't prepared for. I wasn't prepared to share a, a, a bed with a dog or or, or out. a dog that tried to kill me one time.
1: No, she did not. She wanted to say hi. That's a- She acts like our dogs now.
0: That's a crazy way how to say hi.
1: Yeah, well, that's what they do to people too. No,
0: nah, they don't- Yes, they They do. bark, they don't show their- They don't what? They don't show their teeth when they, they bark. They act just like Ori. Oh, well, she was <laughs> the OG.
1: Um, and she, the two of you ended up loving each other.
0: That was my dog, except for when she ran out of the house. <laughs> So funny story you know this is all part of the, so i'm living with jenny so jenny knows how to get her dog back in the house when the dog runs out i don't know how to get the dog back in the house so Ori dashes out the back deck and i'm chasing her through some prairie like running after her and she's top speed and at the time i was in super good shape so i'm running top speed and i'm getting nowhere near this dog she's gone down the street but i'm not giving up all of a sudden jenny comes down the block Opens the door, said, Get in, Ori. Yeah, she's driving the car. She says, Get in, Ori. And Ori jumps in the car, like, Okay, mom. (laughs) Jenny knew this the whole time. Uh But she lets me run down the back steps, through these backyards, through a park, down the street. Like, it it probably looked absolutely crazy. So that was just, you know.
1: Did you do something at that point to piss me off? No. You're sure.
0: Positive. Because
1: we had a lot of issues back then.
0: She was adjusting to living with a superstar.
1: <laughs> um, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Um, That's my basketball stuff kind of started.
1: Yeah, but there was issues before that, too.
0: See, she says, I guess, listen, I guess there's a lot of issues. Some issues I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to lie. There's issues that she remembers that I don't.
1: We were having a lot of issues with Hunter's mom.
0: So Hunter's mom, people need to understand, you know, there was never a relationship there. She thought differently. Um. Jenny, from the first moment she met Hunter, it was open arms. The kids were open arms and for people who have blended families, you know how much that means, you know? Because it, it, it can go one or two ways and go, I'm gonna open my arms and my heart to this kid or this kid ain't fucking mine, you know? I'll be step-parent, but you know, I'm not gonna do anything else. And Jenny and the kids, it was open arms. His mother, on the other hand, was completely different because she wanted everything her way. She wanted where it was her say-so.
1: Well, she wanted to be with you. So she was one of those people. Like, we were watching the, the grown-up well, hip-hop or, or grown-up hip-hop or whatever. Mm-hmm. And what Dame Dash was talking about, like, you could totally relate to that. About the moms being mad and hating him and holding the kids against him because of it and whatever. Like, that's exactly what was happening is that she was upset. And so you at that point didn't have any, right? Like you didn't have any custody or placement.
0: No, I had, I had, nope. I had we... custody. So I had joint custody, that's all. So like religion, medical, okay. all that stuff. Had well,
1: to... nobody cared at that point. You're damn right <laughs> about that. Um, But there was no place and there's nothing. And, um, and so, yeah, she tried to, she would try to use him as a pawn to get to you. Yep. And I was not that wouldn't fly with me. She
0: would do I'm stuff like just take him from me. Like she's like, okay, you can have him for the day, and then all of a sudden, nope, can't. Yep.
1: Oh, here, we have Nope. with uh, It
0: Nope. it was stuff and like that. Can't go
1: over to your house, even though I have the kids and the toys and the bunny rabbit and the dog and yeah, we had. I mean, like this is stuff where like we will go in um, into more detail and like have like a whole episode on that kind of stuff. Yeah. so. <laughs>
0: We're having issues. Um.
1: You and I got along great. You and the kids got along great. It was just, it was infidelity stuff. And this is stuff that I had never, like me moving back from the Twin Cities and like even like being around for like a year with you and going through some of this stuff, it still didn't click to me that like you were so different than you were when we dated the first time around like, it was like a, a switch clicked in your head. Like you, n- not that you didn't have respect for me because you did. Like, I felt like you were respecting me and I know that you loved me and stuff, but it was like this switch flicked up that you just didn't give a shit at that point. Like, like when I came back, you were in a very bad hole in life. I I knew that as soon as I saw you. So
0: when people let's clarify, when people hear Mm -hmm. dark place or a hole in life, they think not drugs, not alcohol. They think drinking, they think drugs, they think stuff like that. I've never done any of that. Which you know is a for me it it's a good thing. But you know, for some people when they have those type of issues, they turn to. They turn to and stuff like that. But
1: you turn to more women
0: i guess i turned to more women
1: you i i will always say like yeah you can be proud you never had like an alcohol or drug addiction or whatever but your addiction was women and sex or whatever you know like
0: um, so you you can't always one thing people have to stop saying though is because someone has women around it doesn't always have to be sex okay
1: no but i knew a lot of your stories i knew a lot of your life i knew a lot like you would even tell me things but there's also things like you cannot like i will not allow you to deny stuff that i personally came across myself and found out myself
0: oh that's one thing but you can't say that every woman that was around me i was sleeping with because that's that's completely false okay that's completely false
1: okay well thank god because we had enough problems with the ones that you did have issues with oh jesus (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that was just like, that was your thing. Like, I drank, I've done drugs. Your thing was was women. And like, uh, that's what I'm saying, like, is that the way you are now? No. Matter of fact, people that didn't know us back in that point, they don't, they're like, no way. No way did you and Troy ever have issues like this. No way. Yeah, we did.
0: And, you know, the one thing I always do is I always, you know, Jenny took me from a dark place, you know, because it's pretty much you need to get your shit together, you know, type thing, you know. Because mm-hmm. um, it, it went back to, you know, there's kids involved, and TJ wasn't born yet. yet. So, it's me, Tony, Kayla, Hunter, you know. um, She said there's kids involved on, you know, on both ends, you know, mm-hmm. so. Just,
1: well, and just because I feel like I'm not putting up with this shit.
0: no, yep.
1: I'm just not. Um, I mean, okay, so we ended up going on, um, we got pregnant and had TJ. There were issues there was like, like back in this time, again, like there were just issues with different people. Like Hunter's mom was a huge issue, even though you never like dated her and you weren't sleeping with her, she was an issue. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, like there, you were dating Kristen, she was an issue. Um, like there was other issues and then basketball started. And then I started because of the issues with girls. I started hating your basketball stuff.
0: Cause of groupies.
1: <laughs> well, it is what it is, but like that brought issues, but TJ was born. Um, we got married, uh, we got married right after he turned two,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, T- and
0: TJ being born, you know, um, I still remember, I remember we knew you were pregnant, but you wanted to make sure, you know, so you went to the doctor mm-hmm. and you're like, we're for sure pregnant, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember walking up the steps of the daycare, looking at my phone, sitting at the top of the steps, looking at the phone like, this is something that I want you know this is something that is mutual this is something that you know I'm not going to say was planned but not avoided you know yeah um so I just remember going into the classroom and first thing I did was I started talking to my kids at the daycare and I was like hey okay here's the deal I need a bunch of names for boys and girls.
1: I don't know why. Because you you wanted to ch- junior. She
0: just wanted to. Well, at this point, we didn't know if it was a boy or a girl, though.
1: Oh. So it's funny that you have that story on your side. Because on my side, I remember for some reason, I was really like, I don't know why. I was nervous or scared to, to tell you. I think I was scared to tell you because I didn't ever want you to say that you didn't want to have a baby together. Mm-hmm. And, um it when I first told when I first told you, remember sending you a message. <laughs> and I didn't get a good like I didn't get the response I was expecting. Like I didn't feel like you were happy or excited and that broke my heart.
0: Oh my lord. I was ecstatic.
1: Okay. Um, I mean I know that you were after the I, I remember off. I remember
0: sitting down and like my little my flip phone mm-hmm. and like just staring at the message like this is this is this is real like mm-hmm. her and i are gonna have a kid together and you're you're absolutely right for the name there's gonna be one or two things there's gonna be after me mm-hmm. you know or it's gonna be michael jerome which is after my oldest brother who passed away before i was even born um
1: there was one other
0: one romello okay. Yep, which now my guy rome named his kid that um so yeah um i got to see my son being born which i didn't think i was gonna be a part okay not that i was gonna be a part of i didn't think i was gonna watch okay um (laughs) that's weird okay my whole plan was to stand by your head Mm -hmm. Um, her water, <laughs> well, her water breaks. TJ was what, almost a month early? Five weeks. Five, five weeks early. Um, water breaks. We go to the we go to the hospital. They send her home, saying there's enough fluid for the baby to be safe, so on and so forth. Jenny, no,
1: the doctor told me that I did my water and break that. They tried, to, they tried to tell me that I peed on myself.
0: Jenny peed on herself.
1: <laughs> this is my third kid, <laughs> my like ninth pregnancy. The third kid, yeah, I didn't pee on myself.
0: Um, so we go home. She, the next morning, you call Wildwood, right.
1: Um my, it was a well it was at Dean.
0: She calls Dean. To my doctor. And they were like, no. Come
1: in. Well, they said, Come in, let's check you. Yep. So I went in and got they checked, and the doctor came back in and he said, Well, of course, you know your body. Yeah, you did, your water broke. You're going back to the hospital. Gotta have the baby.
0: It's noon and Jenny calls me at work for having the baby. So I tell people at work. Oh, I'm not going to be here for the rest of the day. (laughs) I'm about to have a child. You know. We have TJ the next day. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the greatest days of my life, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, watch my son being born, cut the umbilical cord. I got to share that moment with my two brothers. Well, my one brother, uh, Charles, my dad, cousin Angie um mom. my mom yeah. <laughs> my mom with her face buried in the corner of the <laughs> well
1: your dad sit outside until the baby was
0: born yeah my dad's like no you just you let me know when he's born mm-hmm. so just imagine this picture you have charles my brother by her head rubbing her head saying it's going to be okay you have angie on the other side of the bed like facing her you have me and the doctor's like, do you want to deliver your son? I said, no, (laughs) Uh -uh. no way. I was scared because I I didn't want him slipping out of my hands or anything like that. (laughs) They're like, well, come down here and watch your son being born. And I watched him being born, um, cut the umbilical cord. Um, They pull him off the room because he's considered a preemie.
1: Well, they do that with all the babies too.
0: I didn't know that. Yeah. So this we is my clean
1: him up and weigh him and all that.
0: This things. is my first experience of childbirth. Like <laughs> watch your child being born, all the bells and whistles going off, people moving around, pushing you here, and I remember going into I called it the incubator room because they had TJ under this light on <laughs> uh, the next room over, and I looked through a window, and my girlfriend at the time is in the bed by herself. So now like I the doctor's asking me questions about TJ. I'm trying to walk into another room where my wife is. So like I'm I'm going back and like I'm I'm literally stepping one way, then stepping the other way, and then step like I didn't know what to do. Finally I came in the room and I felt so bad because she was sitting there by herself, you know. Um Baby got to help TJ for a couple seconds and they
1: mm-hmm.
0: but yeah, great experience. Um, where else I mean we
1: I said we got married two years later
0: two years later after she cursed me out one day when she was on a drunken binge in Tennessee because she thought I wasn't going to marry her and I already had the damn ring but you know let her make a fool of herself Um, had this whole whole thing in my head like i'm gonna get the kids together we gonna be in the we're gonna you know bring them all in the kitchen i got you know tj as a baby i planned on you know getting on one knee so i'm talking to jenny you know she just i mean she's fresh from the airport you know (laughs) we're sitting in the kitchen you know we're sitting there chit chatting and you know I get all the kids together and I'm going through my little spiel and stuff like that. And then Tony. goes, Are you going to marry my mom? I was like, shit. I mean, I couldn't even get like I had this whole like thing like I'm going to do this one knee, I got TJ in one hand, got the ring in the other hand, got the kids around. I had everything was going perfect. So Tony had to say something. So then I just said, yes, I want to marry your mom. Gave the ring. I will say that I'm going to take 20%. 80% of this, the wedding that we had, my wife put together. Like, to this day, I still hear about the best put together wedding that people have ever been to. And I'm not trying to put us over because we're husband and wife. It was just, you know, from the church to. The reception. I mean, people were like ice sculptures we had, and and three or four hours of open bar before the reception starts. <laughs> and um, it was one of those times where it was a good time to have family all together. Um, I don't know what do you think
1: what do you mean yeah we had a uh, a nice wedding i wish i would have had a videographer
0: videographers weren't popular back then they became popular like the year after i know well we saw
1: that's one thing that i was like oh we don't need one save money that way yeah right don't ever i always tell people don't ever try to skimp the money that way
0: so i know we kind of depended on because my dad said well i have a camcorder He forgot to charge the battery.
1: Well, and that's the thing too, is back then, like we didn't have
0: camera phones. We didn't have
1: the camera phones like we do now. And we didn't have like, people didn't have all these videos and whatever. But yeah, the one thing that I wish that we could do like all these years is go back and watch our wedding day. And yeah, I can't do it. But anyway, um, yeah, I definitely had my dream wedding. The only other way that I would have had, it would have been like on a boat. Like down in Chicago. We like thought Mark about Kelly, it for we, a second. Yeah, it was just ridiculous. Like I didn't, I didn't want people to, to have to pay to go out of the area and inconvenience people. But, um, yeah. So we got married. That was 2008. So we've been married for almost 12 years.
0: How much do you think we spent on the wedding? That's
1: none. That's our business. <laughs> that's, that's nobody else's business, sir.
0: You um, know, the, the wedding had one little bump in the road. The heat, the, the air conditioning. Yeah. Go. So, Jenny got to church before me. So let me let me draw this picture out. All the groomsmen stayed at my house. Well, I don't think Dave did. Dan did. Jesse did. Spencer stayed at my parents' house. Charles stayed at his house, which was right around the corner. I remember the next <laughs> the next morning. Dan, <laughs> Dan drags the cooler out of his vehicle and him and Dave are kicking back, you know, beers. Like, I'm like, wait a minute. Why are you guys drinking? He's like, we got to get loose. You don't drink, but we got to get loose. You know,
1: back then you were super cool. Like you didn't care. Anybody who drink and you, you didn't care.
0: So I remember, now you'd be like, <laughs> I remember, you know, taking everyone's tuxedos, putting it back to the SUV. And then I remember throwing up in the front yard. Um, disgusting I, it's just nerves you know
1: you never have an issue with throwing up in our yard no Ugh. it's
0: so gross like my my it, it it was just like it was anxious nerves like mm-hmm. i wanted to get there i wanted to you know so we get there and i remember the first person i see is kayla mm-hmm. and i had to stop myself for a second like she looked at this time she's
1: 11.
0: yeah and look like a grown ass woman, mm-hmm. like. So, me and the guys get to our dressing room, and they let us know there's no AC. So I don't know what's going on your end, but we have a a nice sized room with one fan, mm-hmm. like one little fan, one little box fan. So.
1: Oh, you like my box fan back then, huh?
0: I had you that day, <laughs> and we got. I
1: thought you had the air conditioning
0: air conditioning was in the kitchen.
1: Oh, that's right. Okay.
0: So get dressed, get TJ dressed. You know, actually that's the first time I actually people dressed me. You know, everyone dressed me. We get everything put on. You know, we take our pictures.
1: Let me go back. That is one thing that I could kill you. So we should have made our wedding into a whole nother episode, Mr. Dean. Sorry. The one thing I wanted to kill you. So you thought that you could be like You can't see me in my tux. If I can't see you in your dress and you can't see me in my tux, blah, 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 blah. This is why (laughs) women see their husband to be husbands in their tuxedos. Not all. Oh, my God. (laughs) I don't know what happened. The people at the tux place, I could just fucking kill them. Between you and them, I could kill all you guys.
0: We'll post a picture of TJ. (laughs) My
1: poor two-year-old son. Wearing the size of a tux that would have fit probably a ten year old. Okay,
0: maybe
1: not ten year old, but at least a five year old. I was so pissed. I cannot believe that you had my baby not
0: she, dressed right. She didn't know that tux was that big until you untucked this shirt. Doesn't ke- matter. And I kept saying, TJ, whatever you do, don't untuck your shirt. He was two. Keep your shirt tucked there. Okay, Dada. Keep your oh, shirt tucked. Oh Lord. There. Okay, okay, Dada.
1: Anyway, um, we were when we were in the church. Yeah, we had fun. We got there and Oh, Grandma was pissed. Um, The so they were doing a bunch of construction on the block behind the church. Mm -hmm. This is like this amazing, gorgeous cathedral church, and um, yeah, they were working on doing some stuff down on the UW campus. And the construction people knocked out the AC, like like stuff for like the whole block or or, I don't know, whatever. That's the only Mm -hmm. thing that hit was AC. So. I was in my room with my box fan, <laughs> blowing up my dress. You know, like I look back and like, I don't know, the heat, was it hot? Yeah. Did it bother me like I like it would now? No. Um now I would die. Like I'd be like, that's it.
0: That heat was
1: somebody's gonna go in the store and buy a bunch of freaking air conditioned fans.
0: That heat it was, was ridiculous. If you look at some of the pictures that we took, yeah. you can tell horrible, like. Yeah. With the guys, you can see, like, we're kind of, like, shiny. And it's not from no lotion or no baby oil or nothing well, like you guys that.
1: hot. Well, you guys are wearing tuxedos. The, my girls were, like, their dresses weren't super hot and heavy or whatever. But my dress was super heavy and I had layers or whatever.
0: And,
1: yeah, it was, like, the high that day was almost 100 degrees in, in July. Yep. So, but that's what we get now for getting married in the hottest, one of the hottest months of the year.
0: I just remember coming up the back steps. I was giving directions, you know, staying here, you know, this and this and this. The guys walked out first and I walked out and I was like, mm. so like the kitchen was cool, nice and cool. I don't know if they opened the refrigerator doors, but it was like brisk air. And then I walk out onto the church. and I was like, oh, yes. and I see my mom and I see grandma Larson fanning themselves like at a hundred miles <laughs> per hour. And I was like. Okay. Um another great moment was watching my wife walk down the aisle with her with her wedding dress on because it was hanging up in our hallway at our house and I never looked at it, never peeked at it. And and, and she trusted me with that. Like mm-hmm. did not and I just remember she walked down. Um I cried.
1: I cried a lot,
0: you know. Um <clears throat> another one of the greatest days of my life, you know, Mm -hmm. um, so I remember, you know, we, we get through it and there's a picture, one of my, my favorite picture, you know, after the wedding, after, you know, greeting everyone, there's, excuse me, there's a shot of me and Jenny, you know, I have my jacket off and I'm kissing my wife, like it's just her and I, you know, and that's my favorite picture because that was one of the few times that day that you and I got to be alone. Maybe the photographer but you and I got to be alone you know. You're talking
1: about right after the ceremony? Yep. Yep.
0: So yeah then you know we got a, a Yeah nice... the
1: reception my husband is a social butterfly and I'm not so much.
0: <laughs> reception was the bomb was you know. A good day. It was good. a very good day. It, was, it was fun. Um, what do you think?
1: I think we've 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 gone. This is the third episode of our quote unquote introduction. It's not an introduction anymore. I think, look, I like to tell stories, but you love to tell stories. I love.
0: I love telling stories about us.
1: and you like every little detail of every story i love you for that
0: i was schooled by a amish guy named mr wagner in the third grade who told me when you tell stories tell them with details and tell them with your hands well, <laughs> nobody
1: can see you though except for me
0: and <laughs> and i've always been told by you like i use my hands a lot when i talk that's you know and I'm not lying, you know, Amish people, when they tell stories, they yeah. use their hands as characters or feelings and stuff like that. And so that's what I learned. So that's how I've always talked and told stories or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, like I said, you know, birth of my son, you know, our wedding. And TJ is pretty much like my Father's Day gift, too. So, yeah. I mean,
1: yeah, he came around that time. I think cause we've been on here for like an hour, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. I think that this would actually be a really good time to stop for this. And this can be the end of our introduction really, Okay. because I think that there's a lot of people. So I think next time going into like our first year of, of marriages and newlyweds mm-hmm. and the struggle, Mm-hmm. because I think that a lot of this is what I've heard over the years from so many people is that your first year of marriage and I don't know why like we had been together for like 11 years before we got married mm-hmm. I mean not the whole 11 years obviously like they've heard all this but right. like we knew each other like you were my best friend or whatever <clears throat> but still that first year of marriage was probably one of the hardest years of my life
0: and it was the hardest the year hardest for you yeah
1: Um, I'm not sure why things I I don't know why things happened that they did or whatever. Um, but or why it waited until we were newlyweds um but again i've heard so many times over the years from so many different people that the first year of marriage has has been a make or break Mm -hmm. that's why like either you make it through that year or you don't Mm -hmm. and there were some times that i didn't think we were making it and but i was like fuck this i'm not giving up
0: i think we also Mm -hmm. you know and we're not gonna get the big details but Mm -hmm. i think no matter what bs that i had put you through we also said, you know, divorce is an option, mm-hmm. you know, like I remember once like Will Smith saying something like that, like mm-hmm. everything can be worked out some way, shape or form, you know, there may be it can be a, it can be quick or it can be, you know, drawn out to get stuff fixed, but it can be fixed. So, yeah. um,
1: but I do also feel that both people have to want to to make it work oh of course and had things not taken like the change the turn that they did then i don't know if we would be here today you know i do you know me i live by everything and life happens for a reason Mm -hmm. and so there's a reason like um That when you know you guys listen to this, this, uh, the next podcast with us, it's it's going to be very difficult, especially on Troy's half. He has links to talk about a lot of the things that we went through, but, um, I think that that particular time in our lives, um, took a turn in turning everything around and going to the positive. Like, yeah, has has everything in the over at the time been positive since then? No, we've gone through some stuff here and there, whatever, but ever since then, I've never had to worry about any kind of infidelity. I've never had to worry about, you know, like it changed you for the better. Mm-hmm. It changed our relationship for the better. And so I, that's why I tell people like you go through the bad to get to the good, like you're tested and
0: that's sure in the hell to test. <laughs> yeah, Yep.
1: So, and at that point in time, I can sit there and I can say, I fought my ass off. Um, you eventually did too, but it took a little bit, mm-hmm. um, but I fought my ass off and I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't think I'd let you do that to me ever again.
0: You wouldn't have to worry about that.
1: I know I wouldn't. So, but yeah, that's that's the turning point for us. But so yeah, we. Well, I know this. We had an amazing, amazing wedding. Amazing wedding. um, Troy wanted to redo the wedding for our 10 year anniversary. um, There was no way in living hell I was paying that much money. In that <laughs> once that was a once in a lifetime thing not no way like you know i look forward to like our 20 25 years um i look forward to like the big years and having like big parties and stuff which maybe we should have done for our 10 year but yeah whatever um but 20 25 years those will be like big and um but never am i spending that much money again for one day <laughs> never ever ever
0: so your advice before we get off okay. of here. Your advice to people who are planning weddings or.
1: I get this a lot with the girls at work.
0: Do you say big wedding, small reception, small wedding, big reception or small, small wedding, small reception, big honeymoon?
1: It's different for everybody. Which
0: we still have not even been on a honeymoon. I yet.
1: know. It's crazy. Some, I know. Something
0: always comes up.
1: Um, but no, that there's no right or wrong answer for that. Every, like uh, different people have different wants and needs and for weddings and stuff. Um, I was, I was able to have like the weddings of of my dreams and I feel lucky for that. Now, like if I could go back and like, let's say we could go do this and that, whatever and go travel and what, like, there's a lot of things that that money could have done for us. Mm -hmm. Um, but Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you definitely don't have that big day and spend all that money and then divorce. That's for sure. (laughs) That is for sure. Um, but yeah, I have, it depends. It depends on the people. It depends on the couple.
0: So, so you wouldn't,
1: I can't say one way or the other.
0: You wouldn't go back and change the wedding or the reception or I know I wouldn't just for the fact that, you know,
1: I would change the, the open bar. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> to, a, to a different time of the night but
0: um, maybe two maybe two hours not four hours
1: <laughs> or maybe after people have eaten i don't know something
0: hey um, but you know what we can say this though the crown plaza was very happy with us because people were getting so drunk that they had to get rooms there
1: oh yeah i mean we already had the big room block but then there was more people getting rooms yeah for sure um that happened I remember going to weddings in the past, too, where I'm like, fuck, I need to get a room now, too, and praying to God that they had a room. But regardless, excuse me, Um, yeah, that just, it just depends on the couple or the people and what they want. I mean, there's certain people that are getting married that, like, they love to travel or they love nature. Or they love, like, they don't care about a big way. They're mm-hmm. not going to spend the money on that.
0: I've seen them all from DJing, yeah. so, like. Yeah,
1: yeah, you would know.
0: Um. I wouldn't go back. Like, mm-hmm. I would do it the same, maybe even bigger mm-hmm. as far as like the reception, you know? Um, but yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, if
1: you could do it, you'd have like, you would have a helicopter bring us in for your big show you'd have fireworks you'd have like so my husband loves showcases it's funny
0: that you talk about a helicopter because cuz you tried to get one cuz i tried to get a <laughs> I tried to get a helicopter our bro, <laughs>
1: yeah our broadcast is coming in on a fucking helicopter yeah right you don't even like you won't even go on a helicopter ride in vegas with me or chicago
0: well no nah, Well, the whole thing with kobe uh messed that up Um,
1: But you wouldn't even like when we went to go visit Tony in Vegas a year and a half ago. That was way before the stuff with Kobe happened.
0: I don't like heights. That, that, that out of made, I, I, I'm for real. Like, I, I looked into seriously. I know you did. I remember. And they said, they said, no way possible. They said, nowhere to land. Nowhere to land. They, I said, what about dropping a a rope down? They said, (laughs) I watched, they, and the guy said, I watched too much TV.
1: But I mean, you're sitting here saying like you are definitely afraid of heights. I don't even know how I get you on roller coasters, especially in the front seat. I do though, but like nothing else, I can't even take you hiking to Devil's Lake hardly because you don't like. But and it's gotten to the point where now you have me afraid of heights. <laughs> like that, it bothers me bad. Oh my god.
0: But yeah, but, it, it, it there'd have been yeah there'd have been pyro and um. Who knows? So, yep. yeah, our next podcast is going to be, you know, that that first year. Um, going to be a lot. It's going to be draining on my end, probably draining on Jenny's end. And Like I said, um, it's going to be hard for me because I'm a person who who wants to forget things. So this will probably be led by Jenny with me filling in stuff because I'm, I'm dead ass serious. There's, there's stuff that I forgot because I wanted to forget.
1: I'm proud of you though. So far these last three episodes, you really have like talked about a lot of stuff.
0: So we're here for,
1: I know that was one thing that we talked about. Like if we're going to do this, it's, we're going to be like wide open.
0: I mean, this next one, your guys are not going to want to miss. I mean, it's going to be stuff from cars disappearing to asses being whooped to a lot. Um, so, but we're here now. We're here now. We are here now. So. 12 years later. That's right. So, yeah, everyone uh, be safe.
1: Be safe inside.
0: Be safe inside. I got nowhere to go. Uh, social distancing. If you if you don't know what social distancing is,
1: then you don't live on Earth. <laughs> well, just check
0: out Michael Rapaport, and he will let you know what social distancing <laughs> is.
1: He looks really old. He's he's. He, oh my gosh! Okay,
0: sorry, I shouldn't he he has, he has the best Instagram post ever. Really? Oh my lord! It's the best thing ever.
1: Better than Tyrese.
0: Him, Michael Rapport snapping? yes. Oh, I
1: haven't seen it, but Tyrese had a good one, too. No. <laughs> i But, all right, a lot of people
0: watch him now. So, yeah, everyone be safe. Um, take this time to hang out with your family. Take some time to self-reflect. Take some time to just take care of stuff, you know.
1: I'm not going to want to go back to work. You're going to have to get, like, a good job.
0: Oh, shit. All right.
1: By the time I'm home for two months, uh, they're not. I don't think I'm going back to work.
0: She's going back to work. <laughs>
1: like,
0: she wants a new. She wants out. a new vehicle, so she's gonna go back to work. Oh, Anyways, uh, peace. Well, peace. We out of here.